This is Dead Letter Radio, episode 34. And as always, I'm your host, Taze, and this is the podcast with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast. Because here, we feature your writing, your poetry, your short stories, your letters, your creativity in writing. I give it an audience, a platform, and a voice, but you are truly the star because it's your work that's featured here. And so thank you once again for joining me. As always, before we start, this episode's coming out on September 6, 2021. It is a Monday, and if you've noticed, it is not releasing on Sunday. Uh, Due to some changes in my scheduling and just how things have been, I'm thinking I'm going to release episodes on Monday now, um, just because it might work out a bit better. But on this release date, if you are listening to it when it comes out, the weather in my area is 81 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly sunny. So enjoy this summer weather while lasts because the nights are getting cooler. As always, I like to just touch base with you guys, uh, do a little pep talk, or just talk a little bit about where I'm at uh, because I just like having a moment to uh, discuss little things with you. I don't know, build a relationship, I guess you can put it, and maybe encourage or uh, show that uh, we all have our challenges, maybe. But as you should know, things have been kind of crazy. On my end, uh, I've been searching for a car, uh, which has been crazy because the market is super jacked up due to shortages and everything is overpriced, and it's just been a very stressful situation that I feel like I've made no progress in, but hopefully that search will be ending very soon. Along with that, I had a COVID scare. If you follow me on Twitter, um, I mentioned that briefly, where a good number of my friends tested positive for COVID. I got myself tested. I was negative. So far, everyone seems to be doing fine, and hopefully it stays that way as well. So it's just been a lot, and I'm thankful, obviously, there's been a lot worse things happening in the world, um, but it doesn't mean that things in our own personal life that might seem small in the big picture doesn't mean that they don't weigh on us. And so we, everything is to put in its proper place, I guess is one way to put it. Don't minimize your own problems um, because there are still problems, even though we can try to keep a perspective on it. But while preparing for this episode, I actually wanted to share this line. It's funny, I don't usually stay too on top of uh, pop culture things. I'm not very trendy, I guess you could say. And so it's very rarely that I listen to an album when it first releases uh, right away. Um, But I happened to listen to uh, Kanye West's new album. And he has a recording for his mom on there where she quotes the line uh, from a poet, Gwendolyn Brooks. And the lines from the poem, Speech to the Young, Speech to the Progress, Toward. And that line is, Even if you are not ready for day, it cannot always be night. Now this is something I've kind of, at least taken that line out of context, something I probably sound like a broken record on, um, but I always appreciated the idea that no matter where we are or what headspace we are in, even if we feel we are in a rut, that time keeps moving forward. And if we're anxious about the next day or what comes next, I find it a little comforting that we cannot stop time. We cannot stop the next events from coming. And and that doesn't mean that that necessarily takes off the anxiety, but it just means 
you're just going to have to face it. And so you can spend this time preparing, getting ready, um, but no matter what, things will change, things will progress. And I appreciate that too, even from the fact that if you're not in a great space, things will change and things will progress. Day turns into night, night turns into day. We try to appreciate what we have because it could change the next moment. And we try to appreciate that even if we're not in the best place, that will also change in a moment. Because that's kind of just how I've been feeling lately. <laughs> that uh been feeling a little bit in a rut. That, you know, it's not some, everything doesn't seem to be quite working out. Um, but all things must come to an end. And so hopefully this situation comes to an end and I get on to the next chapter. And I'm hoping that for if you're going through a hard time, that you keep this in mind. Day will come and the next chapter will begin. You will get out of this rut eventually. And if you're anxious about what comes next, it will still come. So whether you're ready or not, um, change will happen. And sometimes that can be for the best. I don't know if that sounds as comforting as I hoped, but I just really like that line. Anyways, let's get right into the episode. Starting off, we have a poem by BJW, and it is titled, Going Through Old Photos. I can hear you so clearly in this one. Your laugh, your real laugh. Your unsupervised, gasping howl that somehow always makes me smile harder than I already was. This is the one place I still hear it. I could stay in that moment forever, floating in your unwavering expression of untrampled joy. You look at me with never-changing eyes, softened by the treasure of contentment that you expected to continue enjoying with me. So thank you, BJW, for sharing this poem with us. I really like this one uh, specifically, too, because of the line, your real laugh. There's just something so sweet about when you enjoy, when you hear your friends uh, genuine, and sometimes they might consider it embarrassing laugh because it's just so unbridled. Uh, nothing is held back. Um, I remember my friend would have this almost, uh, how would I describe it? Kind of sounds like a seal laugh, maybe. Uh, and I picked it up just because spending so much time with them, uh, my laugh became that way for a short period of time. Um, and I just remember them saying they didn't like it, but how much of a joy it is to hear that real aspect of them because you know they're so caught up in the moment uh, that they're being their true self. And this poem kind of comes off to me, too, as a little bit bittersweet. We all have friends that maybe we don't talk to anymore, maybe we don't consider friends anymore, and not because of a falling out, but just because people have grown apart. But we still, especially nowadays with social media and phones and people having thousands of pictures and videos, we have all these memories of people that have come and gone in our life, and we can look back at how uh, happy we were with them and see the joy and reflect on that and I think this poem captures that especially saying that this is the one place I still hear it 
in a lot of ways, now more than ever, we can let memories never die. And I think, BJW, you put this uh, in such a wonderful way. Next, by Entire Barracuda935 on Reddit, this poem is titled Allergic Reaction. The prettiest flower in the woods I pick only takes seconds to do the trick. My mind is gone, my heart is yours, permanently you've changed my course. The prettiest flower you place in my hair, you sit, you listen, you love, you care. But as the petals fall slowly, brushing my face, the red burning rash comes in its place. My breathing gets heavier as my throat starts to swell, warm, guilty tears in my eyes start to well. The itching and boils, Lord, I should have known, my body was made to forever be alone. So thank you, entire Barracuda, for sharing this poem with us. In regards to this piece, they said this, The goal with my poem was to put imagery to severe social anxiety. It's overwhelming and involuntary, and part of my brain went, huh, kind of like an allergic reaction. One thing I'm always fascinated with is where people get their inspiration uh, for poems and just any creative outlet. Um, I know in my own experience, uh, trying to write sometimes, uh, the most random thing can suddenly blossom into a story or a scene that you want to pay, paint, or in my case, because I could never draw well or paint well, uh, that you wanted to write. And so that's why I always love sharing uh, these back, this background information on pieces when applicable. The idea of enjoying a moment and or a situation such as the poem puts uh, a, picking a pretty flower and everything fine then the next moment uh, having a, a severe allergic reaction or as the inspiration of this poem puts it having a severe social anxiety that you have no control over and your body whether physical or mental takes over and you find yourself in a precarious, stressful situation. And allergic reactions can be uh, life-threatening, and social anxiety can be uh, very destructive, depending on how severe it is, or, you know, interruptive of your life. And I was reflecting on, well, I don't have any allergies, so I never had to go through a severe allergic reaction, and I first I thought I didn't really have any severe social anxiety, but I remember uh, I skipped school a lot <laughs> due to social anxiety. Uh, even at point, one point saying I'd use the bathroom and then just leaving school. <laughs> even left my backpack there. And it's crazy how at that moment it's just like you lose complete control. Uh, at least in terms of my own experience with social anxiety, it was just suddenly my brain filled with one idea, and that's that I needed to get away, uh, no matter what, no matter the situation, and nothing else mattered. And it is an overwhelming and consuming sensation. Uh, and it's scary to be so hyper-focused, to feel uh, that uh, panic, that nothing seems to relieve it unless you do what it wants. And in my case, it was to run. And so... Barracuda uh, did a really good job 
of relating it in a way that I think a lot of people can understand, just as an allergic reaction is uncontrollable uh, when it happens. And it can be sad if it's something you really live with in, in terms of social anxiety that, as they said, it's something I should have known. Uh, my body is forever to be alone. It can be a real struggle. And so thank you, Barracuda, uh, for sharing. Next, by Matt Anderson. And you can find more of the work on Instagram at idiotspit. This piece is called Nirvana in a Bathroom Stall. She found enlightenment in the broken airlock of a bathroom stall. A place where semi-trucks gasp for air and sodium lamps pollute the moon dehydrated yellow. Everything comes to settle here, pouring in through the window, sinking like cemetery fog, clinging to the cold, hard truth of a cement floor. The drains are clogged up, there's nowhere to go. She lost it. Returned to the sound of churning engines, the smell of wet toilet paper, the place where raw stimuli is too often mistaken for raw sewage. But upside down, the sketches of male genitalia transcend art. On the steel partitions, the last remaining screws hold the whole structure together. She found enlightenment where I once thought was nothing at all. Thank you, Matt, for sharing this poem with us. Regarding this piece, they said, As for the poem, it certainly draws on my experience as an ex-heroin addict, but I didn't want to limit the story of a poem to just that. I wanted it to be relatable to the broad range of struggles uh, people experience. Most importantly, I wanted to highlight that beauty can and should be created from the dark places in one's life. Uh, So thank you, Matt, for also sharing the background of this poem uh, with us. On this one, I actually really want to focus on Matt's inspiration and uh, in terms of I wanted him wanting to highlight the beauty uh, that can be created from dark places in one's life. Um, and not saying that you should go out and try to create tough or bad experiences uh, to make art from it. And not saying all art has to come from there, but no matter who you are, you're going to struggle. That's just um, the aspect of life, a truth of life. Uh, just as the beginning quote, I mentioned uh, that day and night will always come. Things will always change. Uh, you can't, it will never stay the same no matter how much you want it. So, with that being said, what do we learn from our trials and experiences? And what do we can we do with those? And I think one of the greatest aspects of any creative project, whether it's writing, uh, storytelling, poetry, uh, painting, drawing, music, is that we can look to those tough moments, those darkest times where we weren't sure if we could see the light, and maybe we used to be ashamed of them, and maybe we still are, but we've made it past that, even if it's just a little bit past that, Uh, We've moved forward a bit, we've grown a bit, we survived even if we're scarred, and now we can create stuff from those moments. 
less, either lessons to encourage others, um, things that create things that can heal us or others, or even teach a lesson or to show people that we've been there, that it's nothing to be ashamed of. And if you are there, then it's okay. You can move forward. And so that is actually one of the main reasons I wanted to share this podcast as well, along with the idea of encouraging people to write or encouraging unknown writers or new uh, writers as well, but to let you know that if you're struggling with something or uh, maybe you can't see the light or maybe um, things are not changing for you, don't feel like they are, that you are not alone. And when you get past whatever you are going through or trials and tribulations you face on the other side, you can use that experience to either help others or to create something beautiful as a lesson, as a reminder, as a badge showing where you've come from and what you've conquered. And so thank you, uh, Matt, for sharing this piece because I think it's always just a great reminder. Next, we have a piece by RCB, and it is titled, Kind Words. Platitudes on empty air. People love me, but they don't care. So thank you, RCB, for sharing. As always, even if uh, the piece is short, sometimes that is really all you need. And this one, to me, really highlights that we can have love for our friends and family, um, but does it really matter if we don't show it or take an interest in them? Um, because who hasn't at one time felt that even though you have people that support you, um, no one really truly cares about your problems or doesn't understand just because maybe someone hasn't asked how you were really doing or something along those lines and you feel like people haven't really kept checked in or that they really don't care in terms of digging a bit deeper what's going on in your life. And so I think RCB really highlights that, that people, we can acknowledge people love us, but they don't always show that they care. And as a reminder for us to that we should have to show that we care. We can't just love someone. There's always that effort and that action we have to put to work to show that our love is evident. So thank you, RCB, for sharing this with us. By Phila L. This poem is titled Diana and Endymion. How she falls above the crown of her lost chasm a man within himself, only guessing at what she could drop slowly upon his surmised lips. For she is the light of the sun and the hopeless fog of the lost moon, intertwined betwixt her soul and crossed heart, a two-toned sheath of parts. How artless her guise separates itself, when she drops low to, in finality, bequeath the missing piece, a man complete. So thank you, Phila, for sharing 
this poem with us. Uh, when regards to, when I asked them uh, what was their inspiration, they said that it was inspired uh, by the painting Diana and Endymion. And so I looked it up a little bit, and I will post, if you follow me on Twitter, I'll actually um, post the picture or the specific painting so you can see where their inspiration is if you don't have a chance to look it up yourself. Um, but the painting Diana and Endymion is a painting by Francisco Salamenia, maybe, <laughs> uh, undertaken from 1705 until 1710. Uh, this is also on the Wikipedia page, but I thought I'd share. History is always fun. The painting depicts the Roman goddess Diana, one of the twelve gods and goddesses of Olympus, falling in love with Endymion, a symbol of timeless beauty. According to the legend, Diana used to come and kiss Endymion, when he was asleep at the top of the mountain each night. Diana's light touch partly drew Endymion from his slumber, excuse me, slumber, and he caught a brief glance of her. Incredulous at her beauty, he attributed it to a dream and began to prefer his dreamlike state over mundane daily routines. Yet, he was never awake when she was present. Through her love, Endymion was granted eternal youth and timeless beauty. Lately, since I've been doing uh, this podcast, because we had a few pieces so far that, at least one other, I might have to look back and see if there was any more, but that was inspired by a poem, and I think the other one as well had to do with a painting that was inspired from Greek mythology. Um, but it is cool to see art inspire art, and so... With this amazing poem, I encourage you, if you're writing or maybe want to get into writing, uh, maybe do this as a practice. Look at some art pieces, some paintings, or maybe any other medium uh, for uh, creativity and see what your words are drawn from it. Uh, just as Phila did, uh, expressing the beauty and the elegance in this poem and painting the scene uh, just by looking at uh, what was created in the 1700s, um, and then making this art and this creativity and this beauty uh, their own. And so I'd love to see more pieces that are uh, inspired and worked from this angle. So thank you, Phila, for doing so. And so that is the episode. Thank you so much for everyone who continues to support this podcast and share their work to a person that that they that you don't know. <laughs> oh man, it's been interesting, but I do really enjoy doing this podcast. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, as always, you can uh, check it out on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave a review. It really helps out the show. It knows how I. It lets me know how I'm doing, um, but it also gives the podcast a little more exposure, so that more people can t tune in, submit their own work, and all of that good stuff. So please do, uh, if you are able. You can also follow on Spotify, so you can make sure you're always uh, privy to when the episode comes out. If you would like to submit your own work, and I should have mentioned this at the beginning, <laughs> uh, you can do so really easily. If you just go to Twitter and go to my 
a Twitter page, which is, which is Dead Letter Cast. That's C A S T. Uh, you can DM me your piece or look at my email that's there and um, send me your work. Now, my email, if you don't have a Twitter, is Dead Letter Radio Podcast at gmail.com. And there you can send me an email with the PDF of your writing. And all I really need is the title of the piece, how you'd like to be credited, or you can be anonymous, and any background information you'd potentially like shared regarding the piece or yourself as it relates uh, to the writing or anything along those lines. The very simple PDF just makes it simpler on my end. You can also DM me on Twitter and send it through there if that is easier for you. I try to make it as simple as possible. If you want to see who wrote what, as always, you can look into the information tab or details of this episode and every episode, and I'll give credit to everyone who has written something there. Trying to think if there's anything else I'd like to touch on. I do still plan to eventually do little bonus episodes. Um, One would be me sharing uh, some reading or doing a reading of uh, letters to a po- to a young poet. Um, I read the first one on the podcast, but I think it would be better fitted or better suited for bonus episodes. And I was even still thinking of maybe doing either short interviews uh, with people who have submitted their work uh, to ask them some questions. And, like, and these would be just very bite-sized episodes and maybe some other fun stuff. So I still plan to do that. I'm just really waiting for life to kind of get into a more um, stable routine. And I eventually will update the Instagram. Uh, just haven't done it. <laughs> so bear with me. Thank you for supporting up to this point. And uh, I'm hopefully one day this podcast uh, grows and becomes uh, a known haven for writers and those who love to hear what their neighbors are saying uh, in a creative way. That's, I just want this to be a safe place that you don't feel like your work will be criticized. A place where there's a record of a, a ton of unique outlooks on the world, on life, on experiences uh, that can't be replicated because everyone's experiences and a story that they tell is purely unique to themselves and will never repeat in all of history uh, when it comes to the finer details. And so I'm hoping that I can keep doing this and we just hear from so many different people and inspire people to write and encourage and comfort and all that jazz. Anyways, I am rambling. Uh, But as always, this has been a pleasure. I'm your host, Taze, and this is Dead Letter Radio. I'm wishing you all safe travels.